everybody, and welcome to Vanderpump Rules Party. I'm Holly Borges. I'm Sarah C. We're back. What's up, everybody? What's going on? Oh, just running around like crazy. Sarah and I were supposed to start at 9, and I was running late, but I'm here, and I'm ready to gossip. Party! (laughs) Yeah, I had to redo my... BravoCon schedule today because they like released additional information and they changed up sessions from when I last printed it and circled which I was going to go to. Originally they had one Jersey session with all the ladies Mm -hmm. but I think because there's such a rift between Melissa and Teresa like they literally because they're not speaking like had to create two different sessions. Oh wow. So now they're doing the women and their men, and it's going to be Melissa, Jackie, and Margaret on one, and Teresa, Dolores, and Jennifer on the other with their husbands. Oh, it's just, the scheduling is horrible. They they really need help with scheduling. Again, if you and I were in charge... It would be more organized. Yes. I'm upset that I'm choosing to miss, A, my number one favorite game in the world family feud and that it's like lala and james and ariana and then like some southern charm folks blah 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 but that's when the jersey is and i just feel like that's more of a rare opportunity you know yeah yeah like honestly you guys we could go see james right now he's doing a see you next tuesday and it's like right "Eh." the thing is he promotes it the same day Nobody goes. He's not a big sharer anyways. So it's kind of like, yeah, not into it. Is anybody going to that anymore? I just want to go on record and point out, though, and I, I know we've done this on our previous podcast as well, but James is, is being incredibly quiet before the season yeah. starts. We have both noted that, and it's just we can feel it. So props to him for yeah i mean as it gets closer or if we know when he's gonna do more of these i'll, I'll for sure go but it's just i'm not gonna find out at two o'clock and drive up there that night it's just not worth it yeah especially when be revealed. yeah especially when like they're not filming nothing's happening like if all that was going on it would completely be worth it sure and a lot of times it it like in the past in past seasons that used to be like an awesome way for us to get like so much intel but it's changed so much with covid and all that stuff and nobody works there and also the (laughs) decline of sir you know like it's just not as popular as it used to be yeah and no one works there yeah i mean i I am a little curious about the new menu there are several items that i'm like "Hmm, they've stepped it up and the brunch too I definitely want to go up there soon, like, just to go, like, scope everything out, especially the something about her, all that stuff. So maybe we'll make a trip up there when you go back from BravoCon. Also, I have a great idea when we stay up there for the Sandoval show in December. Yes. Let's do brunch at Sir. Yes. Great idea. Because we're staying, like, right there anyways. Yeah. Perfect. And, And everyone could come. Okay, we'll do that. Yeah, the other thing I was so pissed about, so I still don't see where people see where they're, they revealed, like, who's doing what photo op at what time and the Bravo Palooza where you have a drink or whatever. Like, I don't see that on the schedule, but I don't care because I'm not, 
I'm not one for a photo op, but also the, the drink thing. Like, A, they're all sold out. B, I'm not going to buy something for 150 bucks. that, what if it's like a million dollar listing one? Like, I don't watch that show. You know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, eh. And there's sessions during this time. So I'd have to choose between a valuable session, um, which I'm already missing shows that I like to prioritize other shows. It's just, it's too much. Yeah. Uh, but what I was pissed about is they did reveal, and they really should do this at, when you buy the tickets. And fine, be, let it be, yes, some may be more popular than others. Just let it be first come, first serve then. Um, the Watch What Happens Live. So I just I was going back and forth on the 7 p.m. and the 10 p.m. for Saturday. And I'm like, well, I feel like the 7 p.m. will be rushed because they got to get everyone out and the new people in, seated. And then maybe people will linger and hang out more, be like, oh, we're done for the night at the 10 p.m. So I chose the 10 p.m. And now I find out that the 7 p.m. is Vanderpump Rules, Southern Charm, Summer House people. No! I'm just so fucking pissed. And Ugh. I thought also they're younger. So wouldn't they put the younger people at the later time? Because, yes. you know, like people like Ramona and Sonia, they got to go to bed. Yeah. <laughs> So instead, at 10 o'clock, I mean, it still looks interesting. It says it's BF, like, throughout the whole, like, network, BFFs, couples, and mother-daughter teams. So that could still be interesting. Yeah. I'm just, I mean, like, like, like what? Teresa, Gia, or I would, I would die. What, what is your social media plan to, like, share with us? Like, what, what are you going to do? Are you going to go live? Are you just going to give us, like, picture updates? Like, I guess you'll probably have to see how it goes when you get there. Yeah. If I go live, I'll do it on the Vanderpump Rules Instagram. Okay. Um, I mean, I'll just do it just so you guys can see. But I'll definitely be taking a lot of pictures and videos. And we'll be sharing them lots of places. Yes. So. Well, if you want to, like you know after like a night if it's like crazy like skype me up and like we can do a podcast on it and you can tell me everything like while you're yeah. there or whatever too yeah i do it from my phone i don't think i'm bringing in my laptop because i have a little a little situation called fomo and uh, so oh. i i i'm flying all night long thursday night and i'm even stopping so I leave here at like 10.30 at night and get to Chicago at 4 a.m. Okay. Change, get to New York at like 9 or 10. The first session's like at 10.30. And there's the whole day. And I'm like, what am I going to do all day? What am I going to do all day? And then I saw once they broke Jersey into two and then there were some other things I'm proud of. I'm like, you know what? Fuck it. It's, like, it's an expensive dinner that I would have. Just go Friday. Yeah. So I'm going to get there probably before I can check into my hotel. So my plan is drop my bag off at the hotel and just skedaddle over. Well, I don't like dropping my laptop off places. I just, I'm never comfortable. Yeah, totally. And that'll so be, that'll be easier to travel like that too. That's. Yeah. And then I'm going to go over Friday and hit some of the shit up. Yeah. And they have Friday night is a legends ball, but it sounds like everyone staying at this one particular hotel and I did confirm that with someone that, yes, most of the people are staying there. So I thought I'd after the Friday day, I'd head over there, 
maybe people are having drinks or maybe they're getting ready for the Legends Ball and they're going to come out of that hotel and I'm going to see the parade or the sea of, you know, the mall gal it up, right? Yes, yes. So that is my plan instead. Um, I, it doesn't look like I'll be getting a lot of sleep for about four days. I mean, once again, you're taking one for the team. We cannot wait to hear everything that you're going to see and hear. I, I, I think I think it's going to be worth it. And the other thing is I thought I will put at that hotel is our cards scattered everywhere. Yes. And, you know, obviously everywhere. Did your, did your shirts arrive today? No. <gasps> oh, no. It was supposed to come today. It, it's a little box, like a little, like a little, it's from FedEx. Not yet. Hmm. Okay. Well, maybe they're going to knock on the door and interrupt at 928. That's making me worried. I'll track it when we get done with this track call. It. Yes. Yeah. Track it. And I'll check. Like I was out at the gym. Because they were like, they're like, do you want to require signature? And I was like, no, because I did yeah, not. No. I was like, I don't want to require signature. Yeah. There's no problem with that. I, I would. Yeah. I was um, here all day, just went to the gym and just went to CVS to make more of our cards, which I always text chat right now. I always break their machine because I'm printing out so many, but no, it, it everything's fine here. So, okay. We'll figure it out. Whew. So, but it yeah. looks, but you guys, so for Sarah's shirts that we, that like for her to be like a billboard for our podcast, um, we designed like two new looks for her, and I I really hope that like either like you're I see you in like the background somewhere, or someone's like, look at this girl's shirt because it looks really good. So on the Tom Tom tank top that looks so freaking good on Sarah, we put the our um, our Jacks photos that um, Jeremy did, and then Vanderpump Rules Party podcast, and like it looks freaking good, like really good. Okay, so that's what I was picturing. That's why I decided on Friday because there's a session Friday or Sunday. Well, I'm not going Sunday, and it's Ask Andy. And one of them, the if I can make the 10:30, I just don't think I'll get back from the airport and all that for the the 10:30 is like producers tea. I doubt I'll make that one. Anyways, it's on Ultimate Girls Trip. It's like the specific topic, so it's, uh-huh. it doesn't really apply. But that day on Friday is Ask Andy, and I thought. With my shirt, I might draw some attention to maybe get picked for a question because he takes questions from the audience. Yes. So help me out with this, you guys. Let's manifest like, this, you guys. Well, I already have like three questions, but if you guys have better ones. So I've, I think I've narrowed it down to my number one. Okay. I'll tell you the other ones first, but I already hear him in my ear with his answer. I wanted to say about Real Housewives, why not Nashville or Las Vegas? But then I hear his answer in my head going, how do you know we're not? So throwaway question. Right. That. So number two, because I just heard Stassi on about 9,000 podcasts, she's making the rounds, and I just heard Kristen bitching about this on a podcast, which we'll get into in a minute, I thought one question could be, Kristen and Stassi have been vocal about how they think Bravo should not have fired them and instead use their mistakes as a teachable moment. What are your thoughts on this? Ooh. Okay. So that's one. And then my other one, (laughs) you know where this is directed. All right. Do you think keeping the same crew on a show hinders the authenticity 
because producers get too close to their subjects that they cover up for them. Or, on the flip side, have a vendetta against them and use that for bad edit. Ooh. Because, you know what, it's not just VPR that's happened. Like, I'm thinking about, because Potomac premiered, and you guys are going to Patreon Potomac, um, uh, 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 with, like, Monique and Candace situation that happened. Like, you can see this happens on a lot of the shows. Oh, obviously... Beverly Hills, what's going on with Kathy and Rinna and all right. this style. I mean, we saw that there was a in a different market or region of the country or uh, world that a different version aired showing Lisa Rinna's publicist eavesdropping and like taking notes and shit. And on top of that, like Erica Jane had her thing like, you know, why would he do that? He's Nikki's publicist. And I thought, okay, cover this on the Patreon that makes a good point well I've heard that Nikki is no longer with that publicist so there a there's some possible revenge motive and um, what's the other point of that well whatever yeah but it does show footage and why didn't we see that footage that other markets saw you guys floated that video around in the Facebook groups and Instagram I don't know. So it just shows to me that there is some preferential editing and producer producing shit that goes on to cover up and protect people. We know this happened with Stassi. Like, remember how we begged? Why? She had that meltdown at her birthday and then went off on Bo, but they didn't show that. Why? Yeah. You know? But I don't know if that's too deep of a question. So what do you think between that one or the Kristen Stassi teachable moment? I do you think you have to run it past someone who's holding the mic? It's like you have to tell them the question before it gets to Andy. No, I figure he's going to like point at people and with my blinged out Tom Tom shirt, I would be like Then I say you take the effing risk and and ask. I say the producer one. I think that's awesome. Either that yeah. one or the teachable moment. Yeah. But if they're screening them, then obviously I'd do whatever it took to, you know, please whoever's standing in front of me. Which which one would please them more? I don't know. I don't know if they would take either of those because it's like so they're so good. You know, it kind of backs them into a corner. I mean, the only problem with the Stasi Kristen thing is they're no longer part of Bravo. Right. So. All right. I'll just wing it I'm, I'm assuming I'll get picked this is just so you know it's yeah. going to be a billion people in there I'm just saying I'm just I want to be prepared I, think I don't you, want another Josh Hartnett moment I think you should um, I was so a bunch of Ronnie's friends are going or, to wait, we're, or wait. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray moment I should say <laughs> yes um, we're going to America's Got Talent like a taping of it on Saturday and um like a bunch of the moms like have never been to a taping and I was like oh like usually like I can get like a gift card or like at the like minimum get our group noticed um just because I can be like a wacko in the audience but I, I'm pretty confident I can get noticed and I'm pretty confident for you that you will get noticed in that shirt yeah oh it's, I mean already everyone just didn't say on one capistrano I was like oh my god your shirt or uh, our shirts yeah and then other times I've worn the Tom Tom one. Yeah, either way. 
Yeah. I mean, especially with the new edition. So it worked out on the back? Okay, yes, but just now we're getting a little personal, you guys, but just be careful. The guy had a really hard time. He said that that um, t-shirt material is very, very hard to work on. So he had to do the Vanderpump, Vanderpump, like there's like the R and the U. Just be really careful because it wants to come off. So just oh. like when you're fold, I like folded it in paper and everything. So just be careful. It, it, it's it's good, but just it's like a little delicate. You know, you know me, I'll just staple that shit on. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? It will still <laughs> look good. Like, and make sure, like, are you going to do a scrunchie or something? Because your hair needs to be up, like, off of the back. Okay. Well, I'd be more comfortable like that. Yeah. Bring some, like, just, well, well you'll see. I, it's a little bigger than I was thinking, but it's going to be, like, a freaking showstopper, dude. I'm telling you. It, it looks but really it's the good. collage, right? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's, yeah. So the collage, and then it says Vanderpump Rules on top, and then party podcast on the bottom and it, it looks freaking good okay well you just made my life easy that I don't have to like worry about hair situation because I was already planning for watch what happens live to do a high side pony because Andy loves it yeah um, it's in a, a scrunchy just even better like a fluorescent one yeah totally <laughs> I mean Her. that's that's a nod to Brock and Sheena you know <laughs> yep it's all happening and fashion. Yeah. Yeah, just... <laughs> Hello. <laughs> I mean, honestly, we were doing it first, so... Always. Oh, all right. Well, um, since we are talking about that, so Kristen was on a podcast, and she was... I think I talked a little bit about this on Patreon, right? Because we didn't talk about it. No, I like, I've I've saw this on social media and stuff but I yeah sometimes yeah. I confuse conversations I have like text with you versus a patreon I, I know I'm, dude I, I might have mentioned on a patreon but um so she was on a podcast and she was saying how like you know she's trying to write another book she's shopping around a show about her and her friends she's starting a podcast and she says because she literally thinks people need to hear her voice. So she's, you know, she's got no problem in the self-confidence area. Good. I'm like, okay. yeah, do we though? But then she pull, okay, well, I'll get to that next. She calls herself an empath, like literally a hundred times. Like, I think I stopped counting at nine. Like, she's like, well, you know, I, I'm, a, I'm a real empath. I'm an empath. Well, as an empath, I... I sense this or I feel this. I feel everyone's feelings and emotions and blah, 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 blah. I'm just thinking, you know, but I if could, you were, couldn't could, you like yeah. empath your way into how Faith might have been feeling? Yeah. Maybe she's just a selective empath. You can feel it? Yeah. <laughs> okay. So I, I mean, I, I, I just feel like, like like Kristen is definitely on a spiritual journey and she just hasn't gotten all the way there yet. I, yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd like to hear her talk more. I wish she would like openly talk about the whole thing. Well, she openly talked about the last couple years on Vanderpump Rules, how she had changed and evolved so much that production just wanted her to act like old crazy Kristen. Mm-hmm. Um, she had evolved, but for the show's sake, much like Jack's, she stepped up and delivered what they wanted for that role. She knew the assignment and she gave them what they want 
due to their prodding. It wasn't her, though, because she's evolved from that, but she knows what they want to see. Mm-hmm. So she she played a role, you know, the way Jax now says he played a role right. for the show. Mm-hmm. Despite the fact that he went for years and years saying, this is the only unscripted, authentic, real show. But now that it doesn't work for him, now he played a role. Yes. So that seems to be the convenient narrative for Fired Cast is that we were just playing a role. Yeah. It was production pushing us. Like The Bachelor, like they told us we're not going to get a rose. We're not going to get a job unless we play this role. I don't know. I'm not sure she's completely... I've heard a couple podcasts too of people that were like, like, oh, Kristen had her new boyfriend at Sheena's wedding and um, they're just kind of saying like she was like the dramatic hot mess per usual. Her boyfriend was like, like, like shell shock, like didn't know what he signed up for. Just kind of like in the background, like, whoa, what's going on? Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know. But, and then she was irritated while talking about Bravo, just saying how they didn't bother to tell her ahead of time. Like she found out, like Bravo had already announced it. And she got a call from her lawyer and then how this could have been. A teachable moment. And, you know, she's not wrong. It definitely could have been. They could have done something with it. But I think they were probably so... It was such an intense time. Yeah. And then... Yeah. But given that they took that basically that whole year off, they could have had the time to strategize about this. But they just... They, they reacted so quickly, well, and, and fired them as, you know, a response to what was happening in the world of the times. But by quickly, I say bullshit, because quickly would have been three years ago when it actually happened. Yeah, <laughs> but, yeah. Yeah, I think if they actually, like, had maybe not acted so hastily and, and thought about, hmm, what are we going to do here? Maybe, like, put them on pause, suspension, and... Is it worth creating a teachable moment? I don't know. You know, with a show like this, it's still it's still going to divide people because people are going to be like, they're too sensitive. Or so, who knows? Who knows? Yeah. I, I mean, I, it's really hard for me to listen. I'm speaking of the multiple podcasts that I listened to this week also. It's hard to hear them, like, really take on, like, the victim role when... Yeah. Like they they keep claiming that they they aren't Bravo, right? Like they they love their the private lives that they have now, and that it was hard because the producers were pushing them to act a certain way, and they've grown past that. So in that same respect, like I I just I feel like all they would have had to do was just say something, even if it was on a live or something or on a note, you know, post on their Instagram story, something that just like, like put it to rest, um, that they acknowledged what happened. You know, I, I don't, it's it, the whole thing there still is, really bothers me. There is a victim tour. I heard Stassi today on another podcast. She's been on so many lately. I fell asleep on Katie's. Katie just has that effect. I don't know. And I'm not just, um, it might be her soothing voice. <laughs> yeah. But, I, I really think Katie should do, have like an ASMR YouTube channel. I think she could make millions. I really I do. Think she's, 
a podcast on the Calm app. Yeah. And then we'll... But then, like, I would be jolted awake because then we have, like, Valley Girls, Staccato, like, yeah! And then, like, Bravo, like, doesn't... Like, the podcast I listened to today, I'm not even going to go there, but it was, like, two shrills in my ears, like, yeah! And then, like, oh, my God, like, really? I was like, stop! But, you know, there's a lot of victimness in there, like, oh, if it wasn't for Hartford... I would have crawled into a hole and, um, you know, everything that happened to me and everything. I was like, oh, okay. It was very victim-y, like you said. Yeah. And Which, then- which I, I, I like that. Like, I, I think that's okay to say that, like, Hartford, you know, really gave her, like, purpose yeah. after that oh, or whatever. But there's still, there's something that comes off about it that's, I don't, yeah, it's like... It just yeah, doesn't. Well, it's about her saving her life because otherwise she would have climbed into drugs and the bottle and depression and and so no that that yeah thing. well and I feel like she, like if she would say and Hartford like saved me and changed me as a person and made me like wake up and view so many things differently like I feel like if she just extended it a little more into what she went through like then it would like it would feel better to like be like oh cool you know like. I get yeah. that. Like, that is a big life change. But it just, it stops a little short of that. Yeah. Okay, I I have to say something about that podcast that I listened to today. Um, I know I get things wrong sometimes, like, like facts and stuff like that. But yikes, dude, it was really hard to listen to how many things were wrong yeah. on that. And then... Timeline um, and, and then, how many actual things. And going back to why I loved Stassi like season one and you know just the reality TV gold that she was back in the day was her response to some of those inaccuracies were pretty freaking funny like she's like nope nope that didn't happen nope nope like I I felt like there was like a good five times that she straight called like even even it was dumb it was so it was it was really bad and then she's like well um you know Vanderpump Rules is really where I got my start and Stassi was kind of like was it really is that what you were known for like it was it was I was loling a little because none of the timeline made sense because it was like I started covering in 2019 oh no then during COVID that's when I watched oh but you were like it none of it made sense I was just laughing like oh my god but yeah yeah, some of the it was funny. Some I was of the like, stories, and I love that Stassi was like, "I don't know what you're talking." Yeah, about. Yeah, she's like, she's like, yeah, you took a bath and ranch. She's like, nope, never did that. And she's like, well, I'm gonna fact check that. And Stassi's like, go ahead. Like, I never did <laughs> well, that. Stassi could have easily said, "Oh, you're talking about the ranch fountain yeah. Rachel O'Brien brought me for my birthday," which party. obviously is what she was talking about. Like, it was. I, I wanted to it's like very different. Rip my hands through the. Yeah, I was just like, oh, man. Yeah. But so, you know what? Like, whatever. Yeah. It's cool. They're friends. Good yeah. for them. Yeah. But from a, a true viewer, it's just frustrating when yes. basic bitch stuff, as, you know, they were saying basic bitch. Yeah. It's just like, this isn't even hard shit, okay? Mm-hmm. This is not Jeopardy level. This is Wheel of Fortune. No, no, Wheel of Fortune's hard. This is just some basic bitch shit. Yeah. Um, it- it was fun. It was it was just hilarious though, and how like Stassi really wasn't giving check. her. She was not letting her get away with it either. It was funny. 
Like she was being nice, but it, like she yeah, was yeah. basically calling her out. <laughs> so I also thought it was interesting. She, well, she kind of reiterated that no, she doesn't talk to Jackson Brittany, but she's like, but I don't say that by name. Like she's still not referring to them by name. She's just like, and you know what? She's right. Sometimes you grow out of relationships and you don't. And she's like, just because we work together, it's like, well, that was kind of a dig. Like, I think Brittany's feelings would be real hurt if she said, oh, we were only friends because we were co-workers. It's like, you guys were a lot tighter than that. Oh, Come I thought on. she was saying that part about Sheena. No, she said it about Jackson Brittany, but then she went in there about Sheena and like, oh, obviously Sheena still hates me and obviously she was bent out of shape I didn't get to go to the wedding and she loves talking about me and I'm like is that because when you hear Sheena she's like oh no Stassi and I are great and it's like and she's like (laughs) Sheena just lives on the show now that I'm not on the show I live in the real world and so it's like its own kind of dig it's like yeah (laughs) I don't know I mean I think yes that's true because she had Brittany on in all fairness to tell her side of the story and Sheena is closer with Brittany and she said Brittany was texting her the whole time trying to figure it out so Sheena just attested yes I know you were texting me the whole time trying to figure it out so I think she just gave Brittany a a platform for her her story and Sheena backed her up I mean Sheena's Uh, also very smart with like how to handle any sort of like drama like she knows how to you know make it work for her and I I mean I'm grateful for that because it creates drama on the show so even though they are not on the show it's still in our fandom of we want to hear it so I appreciate that she shares that stuff yeah I think it'll all kind of come in via the avenue of Katie and where Katie and Sheena stand right now Katie throws out those veiled like well, I thought people were my friends, but now I know through their actions, you know, they're not. And it's not about Saucy, but I'm sure that's part of it. Yeah. For sure. The Jacks Bernie thing is for sure part of the Katie Sheena split, along with, you know, the Raquel Schwartz thing and Schwartz on her podcast, which, fuck, it's not Sheena's fault. Why shouldn't Schwartz be on Sheena's podcast? Yeah. Anyways, so yeah, interesting stuff. I, can, I, I feel like I see the entire, like, what they're doing this season. I see the little storylines and the alliances and the people who are going to be fighting. Like, it's, it, I think it'll be pretty good. Yeah. So then Lala was on a pod. Oh, so she, she was finally on that Sophia with an F. Sophia from, formerly from Color Daddy. Mm-hmm. Um, if you remember, she teased having Lala on a year ago. It was like a couple days after she left Randall. So we were all like constantly refreshing our feed and that podcast just never came out. Um, but now she had her on and Lala revealed a, a couple other things. Like, well, first Sophia said how Randall threatened to sue her after. So you guys on Call Her Daddy, and we talked about this years ago on our podcast, um, Sophia knows like an ex of Randall's, another blonde from Utah. She was like Miss Utah. And he gave her, he like went on a date and then she woke up in the morning with a Range Rover in her driveway. And I, th- they, I think they lightly dated, but then Randall met Lala and he went and sent someone to pick up the Range Rover and he gave it to Lala the next day after like one day of meeting Lala. Hence the whole 
50 cent <laughs> debacle. Yes. Um, and then, so Sophia knew the girl, so Sophia told the story on Call Her Daddy, and then Randall threatened to sue her. She's like, but nothing ever happened. Um, and Lala's like, yeah, because lawyers only do work if you pay them. Oh, shoot. <laughs> so that was a nice slam. Um, but then she also said um, the gender reveal that she had. Remember that? Yes that she's like oh I was riding up with my friends because Randall was working on a movie set in Santa Barbara so we, we all went up there it was planned and she's like normally when I get there they just bring me to his trailer but they were very adamant they just brought me to set not his trailer and, and then she found out like after she left him she found out like within a couple days that oh you didn't go to his trailer because he was getting off with his masseuse like, <gasps> happy ending or some kind of shit <laughs> So she said there was all sorts of um, things like that, that everyone came out of the woodwork and told her all of these other things, things that we don't even know about. Right. Um, And that's when she keeps saying, one day, I think all of it will come out, but she can't really right now. Yeah. So there's so many more stories than any of us even know about. Oh, man. Yeah. I, I mean, it's still, like, no, I'm not surprised. Like, I, I just feel like that was, like, the type of character that he was. And I just still find it so strange that, like, I don't know. Yeah, she keeps... She said she has... I've heard her say this. Like, she's supposed to be, like, such a, like, a down-ass, like, street smart thug girl. I'm surprised that she wouldn't, like, know all those games. You know games. what I mean? And she literally said that on this podcast. She's like... No, I'm a dummy with school stuff. She's like, but I'm very street smart. And I'm like, are yeah. you though? <laughs> yeah. Now she says she has no memory of being with him, of living with him, um, of their relationship. She doesn't even remember how Ocean came about. She'll see pictures of them in their house. She has no recollection. Sophia's like, well, that's your PTSD. And I'm not doubting she has that, but I did rant on this on a Patreon about the overuse of PTSD. It's kind of like when people overuse or misuse bullying. It's just mm-hmm. like, can we you know, like Rinna, Lisa Rinna was like, I have PTSD. Oh, from Kathy bitching about her sister. It's like, oh my god. Like, can we not like misuse that term, please? But I don't know. It's It seems a little dramatic. I'm not doubting that she's blocking or purposely blocking all of this stuff, but it seemed a little... Hmm. A little weird. Like, like she's so adamant. I don't, I don't remember at all. I don't remember this person. I don't remember living there. I don't like. Okay. Yeah. I mean, do what you got to do to survive. Totally. So. Cool. Anything else going on? Um, there was a video that surfaced today in our. Facebook group, which, by the way, if you have not joined our Facebook group, you guys have to. It is so much fun. There's always the most up-to-date info on that thing that's funneling through. I, it's so nice. Um, but it's an old video of Tom Sandoval crying. Uh, you saw this, Sarah, because you commented on it. Yeah. Um, so basically, it's him saying sorry, and it's like this kind of cringy like confession video you know saying that he's sorry at at a vulnerable moment and um it's like going viral on tiktok 
And it has the TikTokers perplexed about, you know, how this came to be. And there's someone on TikTok um, referring to themselves as a VPR historian who I think got some of the details a little bit wrong. Yeah, we saw we saw this video. Come on. Yeah. On the show. So it's this is like a big thing on TikTok, you know, where like people will put things up and everyone starts like making wild accusations about them. Yeah. You're like, oh, you know, whose father, whose brother, who's just like, well, A, this is like really old. You're thinking this is just like coming out? Yeah, because he, he ruined the party. He did this again too when he like went off on someone. There was another... Apollo. Oh, the the text. Is it Sandoval? No, Schwartz. I'm thinking of Schwartz when Schwartz texted Sheena a storm, uh, like up a storm, and like every like once a year she reads it on her podcast and like yes, him in. yes. Uh, but yeah, this 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 all happened because he he ruined Sheena's party again because her party's always ruined usually by him. Yeah, James, that sort of thing. But it was, like, highly satisfying watching this clip again because I had kind of forgotten about it. Just the way he's, like, sobbing and, like, the heavy breathing is <laughs> just, like, the guy, like, his group is Tom Sandoval and the most extras. The guy is extra. Like, he, he knows how to put on a performance. That's it. Yeah. So, um, let's see. Wait, something else happened. Um, 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 um. Okay, I guess that's all I have right now. All right, so you guys were going to cover the Southern Charm reunion because it was so lit. I, I cannot wait. Unfortunately, I think I might be able to watch Thursday night. Uh, well, hopefully I can watch Bravo live in the air. Sometimes you can, sometimes you can't. But uh, I think I'll be able to catch reunion too and then like sprint to the airport. We'll see um, if it's on at 8. But uh, it was so good, so I wanted to make sure we talked about it uh, with not just myself. <laughs> and Holly was like, well, yeah, you said it was lit. Um, on Patreon, I'm going to talk about the Potomac premiere and Bachelor in Paradise. That will be, I think, tomorrow morning. Um, I'm just finishing up Bachelor in Paradise tonight. I Tuesdays, last night, I already made my notes on. Potomac's all set to go, and then also then tomorrow night will be Beverly Hills, so I'll probably do that Thursday morning. But Southern Charm reunion, ooh, it was lit. It was. It was really good. I, it was very enjoyable. So, okay. I started with the outfits. So we okay. have Taylor. She's like in Pepto-Bismol pink. Kind of plain, but it looks fine. She like she looks great. She she got her lips done for sure. Um, or she did like the little temporary thing where it plumps it up for maybe she did Lala's candy mouth thing. That yeah, suck thing. <laughs> Vinita also in the Pepto Bismol pink. This hers is like velvet with like a corset top. Then I was like she was smiling and there was like something in her mouth. Oh, I was gonna text it to you. I'm like, is that a piercing in like her gum? Or I'm very. I sent it to Michaela. She didn't know. Uh, okay, I'm gonna send it to you right now, and you tell me what you think it is. Okay. Something silver on her upper gums. 
can't figure it out. Like, why would you have a piercing there? I mean, that is kind of a trend right now. I, I mean, I've never seen one in the gum, but like a little like diamond on your tooth or something is like a thing. Oof, I can't even imagine. Like the gum thing or the... I get real squeamish. Sorry, guys. Um, then we have Madison. Hmm, I think that's just like a reflection. Really? Yeah, maybe. I don't know. That's weird. I do see that, though. Okay, you guys, I'll put this in the Facebook group, and you guys let me know what you think it is. Some kind of, like, reflection from the camera, or... It looks like, a, yeah, like a light, like the lights. Like that one time I thought, like, the nose thing, and you're like, no, it's highlighter. I'm like, no, it's like she drew a... <laughs> <laughs> it was so crazy, though, with the way the light hit the highlighter on the tip of the nose. It looked like a big circle. Yeah. All right, I'll put this in the Facebook group, and you guys let me know what you think. Yes. This. Okay, Madison, I had, I thought, you know, her, her outfits are never great. Like, last, I, I was disappointed last reunion, she had that black and white thing. This one, she's just, like, in plain, boring white sequins that, like, goes up to the neck. It was very modest, but I, I wondered, maybe, is she wearing something modest? Because, like, her boyfriend's Mormon and shit. Yeah, maybe. I mean, she's such a, like, a Daisy Duker, always throwing her her boobs and her ass out there. Like, then, uh, yeah, I don't know. Leva, we had in a pink floral with, like, this netting over the bust line. But I just thought it was cute, but it was, like, more for, like, that tea party they threw than reunion. Yeah. Everyone was very mismatched. Um, Catherine, definitely for grading on a scale of Catherine. This one was way more tasteful for her. I, I like, thought she looked really good. Yeah, I definitely love her red hair better than the blonde. She looks so much younger. Yes. Love love that. Um, and the dress, I, I mean, not awful. Wouldn't be my favorite of all time, but for her, 100%. Yeah, I, I felt like if you didn't look at it too closely, the overall look of it, like really, like Elegant, with her skin yeah. tone and her hair, like she picked a great color, but then when you stared at it for too long, then you could start picking it apart. Yeah, yeah. Naomi, great color. I love satin. I, I wasn't impressed with hers. No, I don't think it, like, so much fabric on top. Yeah, it just, just she's so color. pretty and she didn't it just didn't do anything for her. Yeah. I liked Olivia's. It was like light pink with like not sequins, it was like crystals. I so. liked hers, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know. That's about it. Yeah. Nothing crazy. So we start out, Andy is asking like just your typical pleasantries. Shep, how what what's going on with little Craig, your dog? And they pan over to Taylor, and she has, like, literally, like, black daggers coming out of her eyes. Yeah. She's, a, like... <laughs> a lot of times she did. Um, I just have to say, the very beginning of the episode, like, when they show them getting out of the car and walking into the reunion, like, oh, here we go. We're in for a long day. Okay, like, that is literally, like, my favorite part of the reunions now. Like, I love it. <laughs> like, I love, I, I just love that behind-the-scenes shit. Yeah, when they're getting ready and stuff. Yes. Yeah. So cool. Um, uh, yeah, so, 
yeah, the she's tension. She's chopping at the bit. To yeah, talk. the tension oh. was like she. There was there was just no filter to how she was feeling when she was reacting with her body to anything he was saying. And she comes out hot real quick, but before she comes out, Madison comes out. So Andy's like, Madison, how does it feel that you might be solely responsible for better first marriage? She's like, uh, I don't know. You know, like, no comment. Oh, yeah. Um, so he's like, well, a lot of you have shared a partner on this stage. And so he goes through the roster of, like, you've hooked up with you and you. He's like, is there anyone else? And Madison's like, oh, well, Olivia and Thomas, right? You know, Olivia shares that, like, Eskimo sister thing with Catherine. And Olivia's like, what? Excuse me? What the fuck? Yeah, what was that? Well. I I was so confused. (laughs) And she seemed very put off as well. She's like, did you just pull that out of your fake ass? And Madison's like, doesn't miss a beat. Actually, the ass is real. It's the other things that are fake. Um, okay, well, I think, so, Mikhail and I did a deep dive on the Southern Charm characters. It's on Patreon, you guys. This isn't a commercial. I know we keep saying this, but we did a deep dive because we wanted to be unfiltered there. And, like, Michaela dug up some stuff on Olivia. And this is funny because later on, Madison says something like, she calls her, you know, a, a spoiled brat. You look like someone on MTV Cribs. Well, that was a clear dig because Olivia actually was on MTV Teen Cribs. <laughs> what? Yes. It's on our deep dive with Michaela. We did it, what, about a month ago or three weeks ago on Patreon. Yeah, Olivia was on Teen Cribs and she was a super, like, spoiled debutante brat that took like insisted on having the master bedroom in her parents' house and everything like that, and re and like cribbing it out and all that, tricking it out. Um, so I think that's what Madison was like digging at was that. But then also in her deep dive was she found out Olivia's brother. Oh my god, he's a fucking hot mess. He's very he's very T Rav, right? And his posts. Like, T-Rav is in, like, all of his posts. And so I think Madison, I don't know, she's just, if it was gossip or if she just made it up to throw it out there. But uh, she's like, excuse me, and that's why Olivia's like, he's a longtime family friend. Uh, because clearly he is. He is, like, best friends with her brother. And um, obviously that rumor's out there. But, yeah, she seemed horrified and disgusted and I mean, quite honestly, I thought Olivia handled herself so well, and it, Madison looked bad throughout. You know, because Madison kept throwing the the digs, and Olivia didn't really fall for it, except for maybe get a little frustrated or just be like, "Do it, go ahead, get those headlines. I don't care, I don't care." Um, but that was it, it's still it it kicked that reunion off by her saying she slept with Thomas. I don't think she did. Yeah, um, I don't know her the the like the surprised look in her face like had me wanting to ask you what the hell that was about because I was like, ooh, it looks like she just was like she caught her off guard for sure. I mean, maybe. I mean, I, I'm kind of fifty fifty on if she did or didn't. Yeah. You know, Thomas is a bragger and a loudmouth. Yes. 
only takes one person for him to tell to spread it around Charleston. Totally. Um, she certainly has the access. I mean, like I said, her brother is hanging out with him all the time. So, hmm. you never know. Uh, but the fact that Madison dropped it pretty quickly is where I was like, okay, I'll just let that lie. Yeah. And Olivia's like, that's just, well, that's how you do it. Trying to stay relevant. I mean, that is how you do it. Yeah. <laughs> Madison's a good playbook maker. Yes. So that kicked it off, and then we go, okay. Andy's like, oh, we did a pull, and who would be the worst husband? And Shep wins it. Not by a landslide. Austin's a hot second. They talk about Craig as a sexter, and that just kind of grosses me out because I think of, like, Craig as Sandoval, and, like, I don't want a sext from Sandoval. And I don't want one from Craig either. Yeah, um... It's like one of those things that, like, I don't know if that needed to be shared. Because, yeah, it just, it takes you, like, an inch closer than you want to be. You know, it's like, ooh, did I want to know that? I don't know. It's like when we found out that Jax likes Brittany to run around in her Converse <laughs> tennis shoes. It's like, I'll never look at her wearing shoes the same again. Like, I, 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 can't, I can't get over it. I know. Like, I am no Austin fan. And I would much rather be with Craig but I'd much rather get a sex from Austin than Craig. There's just something about, like, mom and dad. Totally. Yeah. I'd much rather get a sex from Jackson Sandoval. Yes. <laughs> totally. Yeah. yeah. Naomi looked uncomfortable, but just, yeah, no comment. Um, Andy asks, okay, so here how here's how we get into it. Andy asks Craig and Madison what it's like and how it's going like how they're dealing with long distance relationships and they're just they kind of both start in but then Taylor like this is she's like she can't hold it in anymore she just jumps in randomly she's like well they'll just fly to go get it anyways they'll fly to Texas to get it and I'm like it's not really the point he's making he's saying like how do you like (laughs) yeah it was just weird a lot of what she said I knew what she was saying, but it was not relevant to what the conversation or the point was. Yeah. I I mean, I got to hand it to her for just getting it in because it would be like really frustrating if if you were like maybe a little shy or something and you couldn't jump in and then the reunion's over and you're like, damn it, like I could have said this, this and this. I mean, she was just like... She said everything. Yeah, like she was not holding back. And like it didn't make a lot of sense. Like I literally say... I. I, I watched it twice. I'm like, I don't, I'm not sure I understand her point. Like, okay, first of all, she's like, you know, Shep's like, well, we were single. Yeah, did I have a good time in Texas? There's nothing wrong with that. I was single. And technically, yeah, it's like the Ross Rachel, we were on a break. Um, I mean, technically, these guys were actually broken up. So what's the appropriate time? Two months? It, apparently, that's too soon that she found that disgusting. Um, I'm also curious how that was released anyways. Like, how did we find out that Shep hooked up with a Texas girl? Did the Texas girl leak it? I think so. I think I remember hearing that. Um, yeah, I, I feel like, um, sorry, I always have to, like, parallel it back to Vanderpump Rules because that's, like, my big reality show that I've that I probably watched the longest, but um, I'm looking forward to seeing if they bring up like the timeline with Raquel and James and like how soon after he got with Allie and all that stuff too. And then, yeah. 
and also, you know, obviously it's going to be brought up with Tom and Katie and how quickly either one of them is moving on. So that'll, I mean, it's always been brought up with Sheena, you know, how quickly she's moved on from Shay or Rob or Adam or anyone. So I'm expecting that we will get that. That's a very good point. Because, yeah. And well, now we have the marriage comparison with Schwartz and Katie. Yeah. Katie's been from the jump, like, linking herself off with, like, bachelor people. Don't know if she effed them, but she alludes to it. And then she had a ask me anything on her Instagram, like, have you been dating? And she's like, yep. Or have you hooked up? Like, she's confirmed a lot. Yeah. Um, and alluded to a lot for many, many months. So it's not just Schwartz. Like, she was alluding to shit way before he was. Yeah. Um, and, uh. and I feel like she really spun that narrative that, you know, she's had, like, th- this is her time. This is her moment. She's feeling great. She's confident. Yeah. Um, you know, which is, I, I would want to spin that too. And then James and Raquel, like, literally, wasn't it like they had the reunion and then they announced the breakup and then, like, wasn't it a month or two later he was with Allie? At, it was, that? yes, it was very quick. Yeah. I mean, especially, like, that wasn't just, like, a breakup. That's coming off an engagement. Like, I, I don't know. Right. I, th- I thought that was fast for sure. And yet Raquel's going to get the heat for hooking up with Schwartz. Yeah. Well. All right. So, anyways, I mean, I get Shep's point. He was single. Blah, blah, blah. Oh, okay. So this part actually made me feel like super uncomfortable because she starts bringing up the Texas thing and then she starts like, I felt, (laughs) I almost felt bad for Shep because she just kept hurling out these things of being like, you're slew of whores and you've been with 300 women. Like, are you denying it? You have, right? Like it's 300 women, 300 whores, you know? And it was like, like, um, it just made me more. It just made me feel uncomfortable, and I feel well, like that, there was, like, a different way she could have said it to make herself look better. I mean, she ended up at the end somewhat correct, self-correcting by saying, and I'm just the whore that stuck along, or stayed around the longest, but, like, she should have not said slew of whores. That's very demeaning. You don't know who these people are, and you don't know what he said to them, and maybe, and so what? is he not a whore why don't you call him a whore for sleeping with so many people like it just it was icky and you could tell everyone they panned to because she's not as seasoned as some of the others you could see the expression on the others like ooh, yeah like back out of that yeah i felt like also like you should have said that don't y- slut shame yeah that and what she was kind of accusing him of is like the reason why he didn't want to be in a relationship like there actually is nothing wrong with like going out and hooking up like if that is what your lifestyle is then like live it like that's fine and that's literally what he chose so how can she be like shaming him for not being settled down into a relationship at 40 like she kept on age shaming him and it's like I don't know like he literally was sitting there like defenseless like yeah he's like trying to say it in a nice way he's like yeah that's what I chose like that's what I want like that is what I am doing like he he wasn't trying to deny it it was it was weird I I hate that I feel like I'm defending Shep here but 
honestly, if there's anyone, any more, anyone ever, any more clear, it's Shep about. I don't think I'm relationship material. I have a fear of commitment. I have a fear of marriage. He's very transparent about that. Always has been. So she's just mad that she couldn't change him. Well, and, and this who, shows her age totally. And who was it, Craig, who actually called her out and said? Are you just mad at yourself that you weren't the one to change him? It didn't yes. he? Yeah, and I, I was like, like that was just like an arrow to the heart. Like you said, she's young. She ha- she doesn't, um, she can't like really step outside of the situation yet. It's fresh for her, but for all of us watching and those of us that have lived and we know how these things go, it's like it's very easy to see that yeah like you're not going to change him you either have to go with it or not you know it's- and he owns that and he also owns the fact that the point that anytime anyone does try to change him he's going to go the other way out because he's just stubborn like that it yes. will actually turn him off and make him go the other way yes and which is pretty much what happened like it, it looks yes. like what happened so you can't expect like he keeps saying these things he was trying, and I think that was his point. He's like, I didn't try, and everyone on the cast raised their hand. Like, we think out of anyone, he did try. and But then she's, like, shaming him, and, like, oh, well, me and Austin had a good time. It's like, you know what? You may not like their lifestyle or condone it. It's not for you. But when she's, like, when Chip said something about, yeah, I think maybe Olivia's too much of a homebody for Austin, you know, the same way Chelsea was too much of a homebody for Austin. Remember Chelsea? Yes. And he's like, we're just social animal partiers, and they're not. He's like, there's nothing wrong with that. It's just a lifestyle choice. And she's, and Taylor jumped in. She's like, well, you should be. She's like, at 30 years old, you should be wanting to go home. And but it's like, well, that's your choice. Yeah, you can live this life however you want. Yeah, a couple of times she jumped in there to kind of like try to drive home her point, and it ended up like working against her. Yeah, I mean, and especially like. I pretty much watched this whole season and I like I know how horrible Shep could be but in this in this moment like kind of taking a step back I was like I I just think she took the wrong angle on this the whole night it just yeah and then her I feel bad for her like I I don't want her to be used and she seems like a very nice girl so it's like we're all rooting for you but at the same time like you literally can't change so like it's that's not for you to do you know like his happiness doesn't have to like be put into what you want like i i don't know like she's like i get she was gonna harp on his cheating whatever she discovered during their relationship a hundred percent yes go to town yes but you can't harp on what he did before you met him the 299 girls before you yes or what he's currently doing like or what he's currently doing and then when she's like you just search for women and use them to masturbate and then <gasps> toss them aside? That was so cringy. I was so embarrassed. He was confused. He's like, what do you mean? Like, are you talking, like, about porn? Or are you saying, basically, he just, like, gets, like, and who's to say the girl is being tossed aside? Maybe she just, just wants to have a good time, too. Like, I don't... It, that was just I mean so I would bizarre. I would love that if a if a guy just wanted to masturbate while I was there like awesome take do do your thing dude like that that's hilarious I I it was well, that's so creepy it was <laughs> in it for me it's so awkward well I feel like that's like a big celebrity thing 
like I feel like comedians always get busted yeah, for the that. Comedians. Like they, it's like their ego, you know. Like they, they're like just sit there, you know. Um, yeah, but there's nothing in it for you. I don't need to watch that. That doesn't get me off. It, no, it's, it's like a power for me. It's a power yeah. thing. Yeah. For them. But for not them, the girl. Yeah. For Weird. sure. But yeah, I don't, I don't know. But uh, what bothered me. Because I really wanted to understand her point. Like, I feel like I know the point she's making is that, yeah, you tried, but she just, she got her words wrong. I wanted her to be like, so ABC, you said, I make you want to try and I make you want to maybe consider marriage and I make you want, but then you'd go out party, blah, blah, blah. That's what she should have said. Yes. You say ABC, but your actions are XYZ. But instead she's like, you explained to me your ABCs. You don't want to get married. You're not capable of commitment. But your actions were X, Y, Z. You were going out partying. And you're, I'm like, you're, it didn't make any sense. Yeah, and I, I, I feel bad for her because I feel like all the viewers wanted to be on her side. Like, going into it, like, I'm on her side 100%. Like, I, yes. like we all see how... I'm not how, a Shep fan. Yeah, we, and we see how he is. Like, it, it'd be like... Um, like everyone like Jack's saying that you know him and Brittany broke up and us being like you know what I really feel sorry for Jax it's that would take a lot for me to do but she like literally argued on his behalf it was so weird yes and then she's like oh I see he's he can be so pure and raw and real but he chooses I mean I I felt like everyone was so uncomfortable because they were even trying to help her like during like they're like yeah like she really like you know Shep tried she tried like everyone was trying to like assist in that and it just did not work another Jack's Britney comparison we got was it was very similar to like Jackson Britney like when he was going to move to Tampa and so Taylor's like, do you even know anything about me? My favorite color? Oh, Movie my God. Or animal? This was the worst. And his, <laughs> fr- and his, fa- like, and again, this should make me hate him. How he's like, why does that even matter? Like, I don't know. I don't know what, like, like, it was, it was kind of, it was sad since obviously, like, it was something that was important to her. You know, here she's like, do you even know? And like, clearly he doesn't. So that's embarrassing. And like, just I, I absolutely died at this. I mean, but I mean, it's also a fair like. Who's he does? He says, "What a silly trite conversation." But it's like, do you really see him sitting around going, "What's your favorite animal, honey?" She has a dog that she loves, so that was a logical explanation or answer for him. Yeah, oh, a dog because you love Penelope, or is that, I don't know if that's her dog or. And she's like, but, "Nope." <laughs> yeah, and she's like, "What's my favorite color or movie?" And then Andy, because you can tell he's trying to help Shep out because he's like, well, because he knows Shep is such a scholar and loves his loves quoting books, right? Yeah. Uh, what's his favorite book? Well, this is where she killed it. <laughs> it's just like, oh, no, probably his own. Yeah. That, <laughs> that was a great answer. That was. Otherwise, if she hadn't said that, I think she would have been nailed to the cross because Shep is such a, like, toter of of you know, books and quotes and shit like that. Like, I think he, he would have like had her tongue tied, but that was a good, 
good reply. Yeah, but the whole, I was just, I absolutely, when she said that, like, I, and then he didn't know, like, I absolutely, like, sunk into the couch. Like, I would, I don't know what I would do after that. Like, I don't know what I would do. Like, it's it's literally on TV for everyone to see. What's my dream job, Jax? I always talk about. It's like, oh no. Jax, what's my favorite color? You should know. It's yellow, like corn. Yeah. So then we go to. Uh, um, I guess we're just talking about Caleb and, and Catherine. They do that flashback from that first party when she's just gotten that facial peel and her face is all fucked up. Oh my gosh. Ronnie came in during that part and she mentioned this when we we originally watched that episode too but she's like mom like what's wrong with her face and I was like I don't know dude like the editors really effed her up for that that shot dude that was not cool. Yeah. I mean they could have makeup be like yeah get someone to powder Powder her. Yes. Yeah. But she went off and she was like so she was the saying like how what like why she went off on Naomi it's like her and Naomi used to be friends like I've watched all the seasons she's like you just always had like I think Catherine has that chip on her shoulder right and she explained it like I was always bullied by the mean girls or the popular girls and I can see that I'm sure Naomi was the popular girl but it doesn't mean that Naomi was the one that bullied you like Leva stepped in she's like you're just being triggered it doesn't have anything to do with her well you and Cam, you're like that. And I guess one point I could say, well, don't lump Naomi in with Cam, even though they're friends. But like she said, some of the things they said or Cam said were actually used in court against her for custody. So then, okay, I guess that explains why she made up that rumor about Cam for like payback. Like, see how you like it. You know, yeah. make it right. But I guess if shit's being used in custody then I can see you know I'd be a little salty too yeah it's like you're fucking with my kids and yeah um, I don't I don't know what's going on with that she sure loses custody a lot yeah and it scares me because for someone like T-Rav which I know he's got all the power in the world but does he still like is that still a thing like he's been shamed and sued and sat so many times like is that still a thing? Is it still such an old boy's that he's winning over her? Or is she doing something really bad? Like, I can't get my finger on the pulse of this situation. Yeah, I... Because he's so awful. Yeah, I feel like it has to be something pretty gnarly. Yeah. I mean, more than, like, she smokes pot. Yeah. But then again, it's not, like, legal there. I think it's considered, like, a real drug. Yeah. Who knows? So, um, Catherine was like, Leva said, oh, so then Catherine and Leva get into it because Leva's like, that's your own trigger. Naomi didn't do that to you. And then they get into why Catherine and Leva are no friend, not no longer friends. And Leva's like, because you went and watched what happens live and totally like dissed me. And that's when we stopped being friends. You insulted me. And that's when we were done. And yes. Catherine said yelling at Leva, stop yelling at me. But then Catherine will like turn around and yell at Naomi. And I'm like, dude, Catherine, like Catherine goes from zero to a hundred 
so quickly. Yeah, I wouldn't want to be on her bad side. And I also thought it was, like, I would be so pissed if, like, the like the body language she was using on the reunion, like, when she was talking, she would literally turn her back and, like, sit on the couch so, like, everyone else was completely, like, out of the conversation. It, w- it was, like... Yeah. I would be intimidated by that. You know, I'd be like, ugh. Like, remember when Stassi did that to Kristen at the Witches of We Hope party or yes, whatever? Yes, yes. Horrible. Um, so, obviously, things are getting tense. And then, so, Andy switches gears. Well, I've got a real hot topic here. Uh, tell us about these grape jelly meatballs. Ugh. <laughs> And then they pan to, like, Caleb's face and then, like, zoom in on the... And it's like, it is so gross. They did do quite a few flashbacks in this episode. Like, they, they definitely yeah. rolled some clips. Um, oh, the sound of the salmon with the mayonnaise, and it was like... Oh, I can't. <laughs> it was so gross. He's like, maybe you should stop cooking for your men. It's like, thank you, Andy. I've heard of that shit though. I think my sister makes it. That I'm, I'm like I'm, I'm a little weird with meatballs in general, but uh, I'm pretty jelly. sure at like every um, like potluck that I've had at any office, they someone always brings that shit. Yeah, but it looks different than how hers did. Yeah, it it hits different. It yeah, it hits different for sure. <laughs> um. All right, so then we have a viewer saying it's... Oh, because they, they show the flashback of Austin telling Catherine, like, he's pretty vanilla and bad. He doesn't want to be hit or anything. You know, Christian Grey. Yes. And so a, a viewer's like, well, it's no surprise that Austin's bad in bed. And then Madison quips, like, something kept me around for three years, and he just loved that, as he should. Yeah. Um. But that's that's when Olivia starts to get triggered because they're like laughing at each other, kind of giggling, kind of flirty, like <laughs> we did have good sex, didn't we? You know, like you could just feel the yes. energy. Yes. And then like Andy's like fawning over Austin's butt. She's like, his butt's the same. Mine's bigger than his. I'm like, well, that's fucking scary. And then they show Shep's ass. <laughs> Andy's like, it's like air buddy your your pants are filled with air it's like concave it's so funny and i just always think about that because we've seen shep take his shirt off plenty of times and it's like true serious dad bod it's like it's not like you know it's like oh but it's just like he's so (laughs) cocky and to be like the what's that basketball player that slept with like a thousand women yeah like from the 70s uh, 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 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Oh, okay. He's like, he's like, you know, they all have, right? All the basketball players. I didn't but, know he had. That's funny. Yeah. And, uh, it's just like, for someone with this reputation, like the Jacks or whatever, to have, like, just this average white guy. <laughs> but it's like, you know, North Carolina or South Carolina is very different than, like, other parts of the country. Yeah. Like, to pull that off out here, you gotta have, like, Jax's old body. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. That was scary. It was very eerie. It was hilarious. 
so then they're talking about how Shep and Austin compare dicks and they look alike. Um, and then it, and then it turned sad. Uh, Austin was talking about his sister and Taylor just completely lost it. Now I love Austin and Taylor's relationship. I love how he keeps standing up to Shep to defend her. And I guess they're very close. And she lost it because Austin was upset, but also because her sister has cancer. So Okay, that was very sad. Yeah. So, I mean, it makes me like her more. Like, I really didn't care that much about Taylor other than, like, yeah, Shep's a douche. He's a Peter Pan. But, like, it was not, like, quite frankly, last season... I just kept getting confused between Craig's girlfriend and Taylor. They looked alike. They lived together part of the time because of COVID. They acted alike. Yeah. I don't even remember her name, but it was just like, like, who, who, who? So I like the Taylor that I saw on the reunion and on Watch What Happens Live. Like, oh, you get feisty and angry. I want to see more of this. Yeah. Yeah, that's I that's how I feel too. Like I I want to root for her and like I I I I kind of like her. Um and yeah, I just some of the choices that I think she made in the reunion, I just I don't know. Yeah. I, I think I, she could have done something else. Yeah. I think she could have done better. Like a better angle argument. Yeah. But I get you probably get flustered with words and getting your point across. But I, I, then again, like it was very interesting like the angle that she took because I was like I literally was sitting there going like what the heck like it was it was interesting to watch so I'll give her that yeah for sure so Levis new show is coming out it says coming soon called Southern Hospitality okay it's about her club it looks like Craig has an appearance at least in it which makes me cringe because of what goes on then between Craig and Leva where Craig is just so feeling himself between his hookup with Paige, Summer House, Winter House, Southern Charm, and now he's going to be on this show, at least appear. Uh-huh. It's like, so he literally said to Leva when they were having an argument, do you really want to go to war with me right now? Because I'm the most popular person on Bravo right now. Oh, I felt and- so bad when she said that. <laughs> Like, the, like, if he did say that and then it's being brought up, like, I would absolutely die. He, he said it. He for sure said it because, A, he's like, where's the film on that? She's like, you said it right in front of Paige. Like, I don't think she would say that if it didn't happen. Oh, no, I don't either. But, like, just the fact that, like, it's coming out, like, oh. He, and it's so, these, these people, they get this warped sense of self. And it's so scary because... Like, yes, in our world, VPR, everybody's major. But you go out, your friends, your, you know, Ronnie's dance moms, dance part. Nobody, they're like, who? Yeah, they don't know. What? And certainly not, like, Southern Charm is way less known than Vanderpump Rules. And we get that all the time with Vanderpump Rules. They're like, oh, maybe I heard of it. And it's just like oh, Craig, you're living in this bubble, this little Bravo bubble. You must only look at, like, Bravo Instagrams and <laughs> Bravo groups because you just, yeah. Yeah. That's just embarrassing. 
Yeah, it was totally embarrassing and ugh. And you're only popular on this show because you are the least worst of the options. Like they had seven girls to three guys. You know, Austin's like our our odds aren't good here. Or what like the the husband poll. He's like, oh, so I scored I scored second out of three. Like you know, none of us want any of them as our husband. Yeah. But, like, I, where's Pringle? Where'd he disappear to? Give me Pringle. Yes. But yeah, that's cringy. But you can tell he's feeling himself. He's getting the Sandoval glow up. You know, they really lean into Craig and Austin are really trying to be like the Tom and Tom. Like, he won't show me his dick. Oh, Andy, will you help us explore each other? And yeah, you know, they're really trying to do that Tom and Tom. Yeah. Chemistry equation. And good for them. Like, I'm sure you guys have your own dynamic, but I hope you're not trying to replicate theirs and just, like, copy the formula. Yeah. I don't know. Anyways, so... Alright, so we have, like, Madison chiming in, and Olivia getting irritated. Um, People are like, Olivia is a dead ringer for Madison, and Olivia says, well... That's a compliment because I've always said you were beautiful and I would tell you that, but you're always so mean as hell. Um, and then, oh, they talked about Olivia saying, Aust- or Madison saying Austin was good to bed. She's like, at least she said something nice about him. I don't know. Then they pan over to Madison, I guess, had said on social media that Olivia is like a trust fund trash, homely and homeless. Ooh. And she's like, you're like at MTV Cribs at your parents' house. So the dig there, like I said, maybe it was cut out or maybe that was just an implied dig because Madison knows she was on Teen Cribs. I mean, I kind of like Olivia. She's like, yeah, who wouldn't want to live in my parents' house? It's badass. Like, I'm with you on that. Like, I'd like to live in Olivia's parents' house too, even with the parents. Yeah. But then, I mean... Would you want to live at that house if you had to live with your parents? No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's mean, though, if she called her homely, because she's clearly not. And that's just, like, I don't like that part of Madison when she gets, like, me girl catty like that. I don't think I probably would have liked Madison in high school. She was probably one of those... No, she was probably Regina George. Yeah. I mean, she's still... A, Sometimes I like her, sometimes, yeah. Yeah, I guess, like, coming from a viewer who, like, you know, I don't, like, religiously watch, I tap in here and there. Um, So I, I, um, I don't really know, like, the history of her. I just, like, she kind of just popped back up for me. And so, yeah, to me, she's coming off super bitter. And, um... And kind of, yeah, trying to, like, bully her way through. And I, I thought that it was, like, it was true, like, how they were sitting there laughing and everything. I, I would have been annoyed. Yeah. I think that's why Olivia got frustrated. It's because, like, she keeps having Austin's back and standing up for him, like, as a friend. She's made it clear, like, no, I don't want this relationship if he's going to be, like, this kind of shit person. She's like, but I like him as a person. I'm still going to defend him. But then after she spent her whole relationship of Austin bashing Madison and obsessed with Madison, 
and then they're like being cutesy together laughing at each other's jokes that would be very frustrating and very hard to explain yes like I'm backing you against this person bashing you that you've complained about to me for a year and now you're being all like giggly with so frustrating yes and and for that like I totally felt for her and I was annoyed with Madison for that I was like dude come on yeah like it was just mean and yeah. and then I also found it like very cringy when they were like kind of asking like checking in with them being like so like could you guys still be a thing like what's going like that was really awkward too because she's like they're both like like no yes I, I don't know the whole thing was just like what's happening and I feel uncomfortable yeah like clearly she you know I guess he came back and said yes I like I don't want to lose you but she was kind of like well what are the she's like give me some space to figure this out and then he's like oh so you want to be friends okay you know like I think she's just in a very frustrating position in that like she kept she gave Austin space and then she like overlooked his obsession with Madison and then when he was ready it's like I don't know I I can see her frustration and and then like I I feel like I if if I was her if I was Olivia and my castmates were like hey man like sometimes a woman just wants you to fight for them and like she's sitting there not being fought for and Madison with a freaking smirk on her face like I would literally want to just like hide cry and die yeah and that's why I think she yeah she shut down a little bit and then was just like this is BS yeah and she didn't know how to explain when the producers were like what what's wrong or what's a I got it. Like it's it's the whole situation. It's yeah. accumulation of things. It's not one thing anyone said. It's nothing Madison said. It's nothing Austin said. It's like the whole. It's all the unspoken words and the mannerisms yes. and the looks and the. Yes. I totally got. Me where too. She was. Me too. And I was impressed that she kept holding her own too and not going low. She's like. I don't like to break people down like you do and be mean. She's and like, she's all she's maintained that like the whole season. So I, yeah, I give her a yes. lot of credit for that for sure. Yeah, because she was you know definitely she's an aspiring starlet. She probably you know came on the show for a reason and a purpose and like has connections. Um, on our deep dive, you'll find out that her parents are investors in Levis restaurants. So our takeaway was like oh she's probably going to get like a guaranteed spot on Levis show and this is kind of the introduction her getting on Southern Charm mm-hmm. I don't know if that's true or not but I mean all of this kind of stacked against her and her like she had bratty behavior on the teen crib show I haven't seen it but I kind of heard about the clips um, but really ultimately like I've, I really liked her in this yeah. season and how she handled the reunion how she handled Madison. Like, she did everything with class and um, just didn't get mean. And she, But but yet, not she wasn't weak or a pussy. She, like, she always, she kept standing up when she needed to stand up and be like, you know what? You're gross for saying this or I'm not going to be a part of this. Or, You're mean. Like, I don't know. Yeah, no, I found her, like, very relatable. Like, how, it's like how, like, when someone says something, like, you, you want to respond the way that she always, like, she seemed to always, like, get her word in it was fun to watch yeah, she has like a backbone without backup yes like she's new she's not friends with really anyone but she's still even from the very first episode when she was standing up for Catherine because Catherine wasn't there it's like all right 
you have your own backbone without a posse behind you. Yes, which is impressive. Yeah. So, um, we shall see. Madison says they're talking about her boyfriend and how he's hot. She's like, or fiance. She's like, somehow sex tapes came up. She's like, oh, I, I've thought about selling my sex tape because it's really the best work I've ever made. <laughs> like, but then she backs down. She's like, oh, Andy, I have a future mother-in-law. And he's like, you're the one that just brought it up that you have a sex tape. That was hilarious. I'm so glad that he said that because it was like, huh? Yeah. Like, like you can't. Mary had lied, but then she can't like. Yeah. Yeah. You can't be both. I mean, you can be both, but like, you're the one that brought it up. Totally. Um, yeah, on the Austin. Okay, see, so do you think Madison should have given Austin a heads up that she was engaged or no? Um, I was like kind of like screaming this at the TV, and I don't know if like I. I almost feel guilty for feeling this way, but I think that she should have. I feel like it was a really awkward moment where they were filming and they were trying to blindside him, and it just seemed cruel because he was always asking about her. He clearly still cared, and it just was, seemed like a really mean filming moment. But yeah. maybe maybe that's not the if If that's not the case and it wasn't a big deal, his feelings weren't hurt, then yeah, I think in general, no, she doesn't have to tell him. But I feel like for him to be bamboozled, if that was the case, then that kind of sucks. Well, if you think about some of the scenes when she went to a party and he's just avoiding her and she got all mad, you didn't even say hello to me. It's like, okay, well, if you're mad that he didn't say hello because he's like, we shouldn't be talking, then maybe same. Yeah, I would think. Because she went on Amazon Live to reveal it. Yeah, yes. maybe a phone call before Amazon Live. But then I did hear like Naomi's part like, well, I thought that that could be disrespectful to your fiance because it's like, why would you need to call your ex-boyfriend? There's still feelings there. You know what I mean? Yeah. But I mean, I guess if you think about it, you could just say, look, it's a public show. We're in the public eye. I don't want to blindside him so he has proper, you know, time to process or react and just be fair. So not because she still cares or anything like that. I don't know. Amazon Live, that was a little impersonal. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. And he, I, and he wasn't even there with her. It was just weird. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Okay, so then we have Madison and Benita. Um, I thought this was kind of interesting because I did think Vanita, this is when I really stopped liking her, was at that joint birthday party, tea party, because she just came at Catherine, like, we already went through this last year, and then she made these, like, wild accusations implying that Catherine might teach her kids to be racist or, like, you know... It was just a little extreme and out of the blue and like out of, it had, it was like not even part of the conversation. It was like, there was, it was just weird. It was clearly like Vinita was getting airtime or trying to bring up an issue and it just had nothing to do with anything. And that's why Catherine really had no response because she's like, wait, what, what are you saying? Um, So when Madison said, well, you acted like a brat at my birth, at our birthday party. And Vinita was like, well, yes, that's my right to act 
however I would like to. Oh, like, like, because she thinks she's saying it calmly and in that tone, like, it makes it, like, acceptable. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, I did think she was acting kind of awfully. And then when Madison said, it's kind of like Sheena Shea's wedding, like, we're all supposed to clean up afterwards. <laughs> But she threw the party. She paid for it. She booked the venue. She paid for all the stuff. And she went back in the morning to clean it up. And Beanie's like, well, I sent people for that. And she's like, there's no people. And, like, obviously no one showed up. So... That was weird. Very weird. Yeah, the whole thing... That whole party was very weird and awkward. And, yeah, and the cleanup thing had me perplexed as hell. Well, I have more respect for Madison that she went and cleaned up her own party. Yeah. I, I appreciate that. Relatable. Yeah. Vinita, not so much. So then, um, then Madison gets into like why they're not friends. And they did show part of this on the show that Vinita and Madison were somewhere and they were driving to go back home or whatever. And Vinita handed, and this was on an episode She's like, here, take my phone. Or Vinita said it on an episode. You figure out, like, the music or my, you know, Spotify or my playlist or whatever. Here's my phone. Yeah. And in that time when she was putting on, like, a playlist, you know, the text preview comes through. And Leva's text comes through. And you can see it right at the top of the screen. Madison is dumb. (laughs) Fuck, I'd click on that, too. And she sees, like what Vinita had said before and like the whole conversation yeah so that's why Madison doesn't like Vinita she's like you're talking shit on me behind my back and regardless of the you know the context like I guess you know they were talking about whatever it was dumb that Madison's mad at Austin for not saying hello at the dog fucking wedding whatever yeah but uh it sounded like she saw more yes so yeah. So I would be surprised if Benita will be back next season. She really, she ditched out a lot um, throughout the whole season. Leva would leave a lot and go home because she's like, I think Leva's just older and more mature. And she's like, I- I'd rather be with my kid or my husband. And Benita would go with her. So I just, I don't know if Benita will be back. I don't think we need her back. Yeah. Um, she's not really friends with anyone at this point. So, yeah. Yeah, you can always tell when someone is struggling at a reunion when, like, they're not fitting in. And when they know it's, like, kind of their time has come, you know, it's, like, it, it felt well, awkward. And she jumped in on the Craig and Natalie, uh, I mean, Naomi thing. Uh, oh, that's Craig's last girlfriend, wasn't it, Natalie? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, she jumped in on that, which pissed Naomi off. She's like, shut up, Benita. But then even um, at the reunion she jumped in between Olivia and Austin like they were actually handling it fine themselves they were both telling each other their perspectives and Olivia was saying something really nice and Vinita uh, jumps in she's like actually Austin what she's trying to say is it's like um, last time I checked like you guys aren't BFFs so why don't you just let her finish her sentence yes like, out. yes like no one asked you and you're not like BFFs yeah you know sometimes you can 
You're, sometimes you your, yeah, sometimes your bestie can answer for you when you need help. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they're, they're not that, and Olivia was doing just fine, and I kind of wanted to hear her answer, not you. Yeah. So, I don't know. Totally. All right, so, yeah, so Austin did set up, asked her to be in a relationship, but by the point he did, Olivia, Olivia needed a minute, so he was like, oh, okay, we'll just be friends, so anyways, that... And then her, and then her argument is like she's given him like so many, you know, times to consider what he wants to do, and when she asked for a little bit of consideration, he was just like, "Okay, we'll be friends." Yeah, yeah. Again, didn't fight for you, and you know, I'm going to be talking about Bachelor in Paradise on Patreon, and that's a big theme of last night and tonight. Is like some of the girls are like, "You didn't fight for me. You didn't make me feel wanted." You didn't make me feel seen. You didn't try. Because they're not. They're like, you kissed me once. You know, and they're like, oh, we're counting kisses now. She's like, yeah, but this guy, he like, it's constantly touched. She's like, I told you my love language was affection. And I mean, these people are fighting within 24 hours. It's insane. Dang. Like relationship fighting. It's crazy. But um, yeah, that is a thing. And yes, every woman wants to be like, felt like they're wanted or, or valuable enough to fight for and Shep or Austin's just like oh okay well cool let's be friends because I really like you as a friend it's like that's why she's so frustrated yeah just like she still has feelings and she's trying to like stand up for him and he's just like standing up for someone that he's bashed the whole it's it's I, I totally get where she's at me too very hard to explain in words you know yes especially with someone like andy like taylor's frustration and he's like i don't get it he is single he's single she's like the point is it's like there's a a mourning period a grace period right where you don't fuck someone like it's ross and rachel all over again they'll just you will never see eye to eye andy will never see why ross was in the wrong she'll be like well you were single at that moment yeah it's fine (laughs) so well that was it I mean we've got another one this week we'll see what happens I assume it's only going to be two yeah I guess we'll see we've got the bling ring to talk about still I've got my notes ready so anytime you want to do that okay and I know we we got a busy week got some patreons we've got BravoCon. yes we yeah we've got a lot going on and we have um yeah the bling ring all that stuff and like the biggest the biggest reason why i wanted you to go to BravoCon and what like i'm literally manifesting and praying for is that you get a sneak peek of Vanderpump rules like i hope oh. they maybe give you like a little clip or something that you can tell me about and we can dissect okay because i'm i'm trying to figure out because you know like at, at trade shows they'll have like keynote sessions right where they yeah. would show something like that there is no keynote situation here so all of these things that i remember last BravoCon when things were sprung like what session was that but maybe at the vanderpump session they'll do that I feel like like everyone was standing in a room and it like blasted up on the screens. But I, yeah, I don't remember what what was happening. There is like no, unless it's going to be during like 
and ask Andy, or it's going to be show specific. I mean, I am missing other stuff to go to the Vanderpump thing. I mean, like major shit. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, so here's my dilemma. It's like, oh, I can go to something for 15 minutes. But then if I do that and then rush over, I'm going to miss my VIP line and good seating. Oh, maybe I'll be able to get in the back or maybe it'll be full. So it's like, what do I do? Just stand in line the whole day with like in to get my good seating? Like, it's why like I should have been there with you to divide and conquer. Then we could have like got more done. But hopefully some of our listeners will be there and you guys can like powwow and get the shit done. Well, yeah. Erica says she will go to the family feud. I mean, I just, I would like to go to that only because I would enjoy it because I love that game. Yeah. Um, She said she'd go to that because she doesn't watch Jersey. Um, And then, yeah, I guess I'll just, um, yeah, I know she's going to hit some things I'm not going to hit. So we'll compare notes with her. Yeah. But any of you else you guys going, let me know. Let's meet up. Let's do something. Um, Yeah get as much feedback as we can and if you see sarah in her shirt or something tag us in the vanderpump rules instagram like we'd love to see it please come up or if you me. see yeah or if you see our business cards around or anything like take a picture and tag us yes and then tell me where you are <laughs> yeah and then like yeah and then holly if you see anyone do that text me so i will i will i can like we can like DM the person like here, call me or text me. Totally, because I may not be like super active. I'll facilitate from over here in Cali. Cool. All right. Okay, you well. guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, continue to tune in. We're going to be bringing you all the content possible, and we're counting down the days till our wonderful show starts again. And Coming yeah. To- yeah, Lala said she heard very like early next year. Like I said, I thought December earliest, but probably January. And I'm I I, I can I can hold till then. I think yeah. that's good. Actually, I remembered last year because it was later and it was kind of annoying over the holidays. It was like a lot of added stress. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> so cool. Oh, all right. Okay. Bye. Bye.